The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Move through blocks and fulfill your passion and purpose. This is Stop Stopping Yourself with your host, Vincent Jenna. Yes, welcome. Welcome today. Um, I am your host, Vincent Jenna, and this is the Stop Stopping Yourself show. Become unstoppable. That is what the focus of this show is about, where I use all of my psychic mediumship, psychotherapy, metaphysical understanding, knowledge, wisdom, experience, research to dive deep into your psyche to unblock and release all those things that are getting in your way and keeping you from manifesting the life that you want. And we do that. We block ourselves unconsciously because of the things that we don't know that are going on inside that 95 to 98% of the human mind that is in unconscious awareness. That is so much stuff in there that's going on, right? And so I use all the skills that I have, that other people have, I bring together, use what I can to help you unblock um, and to stop stopping yourself. I help you to stop stopping yourself. Uh, So this is week four of Master Miracle Manifesting. And hopefully you you were with us last week when we had Reverend Temple Hayes as a guest. She was amazing. It was an amazing show of of learning how to manifest and and some of the ways that she did it. We're, we're going to be talking, reviewing some of those. And she's just an incredible soul and spirit herself with a a world of knowledge and wisdom that she shared. So if you weren't with us, make sure you go back to the podcast, as you can do with all the Unity shows here, which is so spectacular, is if you cannot make it live, and it's great to be there live because you get to feel the energy that I'm putting out, that others are putting out, that the listeners are putting out. You get to share in that. But if you can't make it live, you can always go and download the episode. Come to unityonline.org and download all of the different podcasts that are going on here. We've got some great hosts. So week four of Manifesting a Miracle. Now, the past three weeks, I have been giving you exercises and things to do in regards to your desire statement to help create a miracle for yourself in just four weeks. And actually, the response has been incredible, and the results so far have been incredible with all different people. 
And we're going to talk about that on this show today. And again, please, at any time, uh, if you would like to share an experience that you've been having with this particular exercise, please call in um, at 816-251-3555. We're always willing to take a caller because what you have to say is for sure going to help some other listener out there in listening land all over the world. So call in, share that. If you have a question, if you had a problem, if if things were going well and then they stopped or if things weren't going well at all and, and you couldn't find the time or you couldn't get the focus or you were getting negative results, whatever the case may be, negative, positive question, answer, positive experience, give us a call. And let's talk about it. That's one of the best ways to help you learn is by having your questions answered. So a lot of people, though, have been writing me and sending me emails. And also people have been uh, setting up appointments for private um, sessions with me. And they've been sharing their experiences. And when we've had some amazing ones so far. And one of the things that we're going to discuss today Uh, Last week, I had you list all of the negative feelings that you had about your desire, what you want to manifest over the past four weeks. And I made you write a list so that you can see and actually recognize what it is you're feeling about it that could be getting in the way. Now, just writing that list isn't going to stop anything, actually. Uh, It's going to bring it to the surface so that you can resolve it. So we're going to talk about that as well today and the results of that. But just to share a story, I had a client share with me just yesterday how she's been following the program and she does exactly what I had instructed everybody to do. I told you the first week, really make sure you write it down and then change the tense on it. Change it from I want dot, 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 to I have or I am. I have uh, this great job. I have financial abundance. I have a wonderful, loving relationship. Whatever it was that you wanted, I had everybody change into the present tense of I have. Not that you didn't have it. So she did that. She instructed, she told me, informed me that she did that. She wrote I have. And then I made you visualize energy going to that desire statement through an umbilical cord that was attached to your solar plexus. And she did that as well. She really visualized in great detail and color. And she's describing this all to me. And then I had you speak it out loud because the word creates and focuses energy. So a lot of times we talk to ourselves in our heads and we think that that's enough. Oh, okay, I want to manifest a new job, so I'm going to get a new job. That's going to be great. And you're thinking that in your head. But there isn't a lot of energy that is put into that by just the thought alone. We think 24-7. We even think while we're sleeping, even though the conscious mind is asleep, sleep, the subconscious mind and the unconscious mind are still awake and they're thinking through and you you get all these visualizations in dreams. So so your mind isn't going completely out or asleep at all at any given time. So 
all of that keeps you from having really directed focus. So speaking it out loud, speaking your desire statement out loud with great passion. Okay. That was the next thing. And she said she did that. This client said she did that. Then um, I told everybody to feel, what does it feel like to have your desire statement? And um, she felt it. She felt it completely um, from the top of her head down to her toes, she expressed to me. And her desire was to meet someone, you know, someone who was going to be great and, and um, a, a wonderful um, companion and a nice guy and uh, someone that you can talk to. I mean, she briefly, you know, explained what it was that she wanted and... Uh, Within a short period of time after starting this exercise, lo and behold, in her spiritual center that she goes to, all of a sudden, you know, she sees somebody that she is attracted to when she doesn't do anything, doesn't approach him or anything like that. But she takes a class that he happens to come to the same class at the center. And in in the process of them um, doing an exercise, they pair to people and just by sheer coincidence, and we know that there's no such thing as coincidences, she was paired with him. And so in that moment, in that one-hour exercise that they wound up doing, she got, she manifested the guy. He was perfect. He was perfect personality, perfect in the looks, perfect in, in what he knew and the way he was talking and in the way he was sharing with her. And so in an hour's time, she had an incredible time, okay? But then it was over. And then it was done and the exercise was done and she hasn't seen him since. And she told me that what she neglected to put in her desire statement is a lasting relationship. She had just put down a relationship and apparently it wasn't detailed enough that it was long enough. She did have a relationship for one hour with this guy and a guy of her dreams. Well, you know, uh, of what it seemed to be her dreams in that one hour time, right? So that, that is only a funny story to let you know. The, the force the power that we manifest with, the God forced, it th doesn't think on its own. It will not make any decisions for you. It will not even fill in the blanks. It's power. It's just the same thing as if you take a light and you plug it into a socket where there's electrical current going to. Okay, The, the socket itself doesn't turn the light on. It just is plugged into the power. You have to turn the light on. You have to put the appropriate bulb wattage in that lamp. Whether you want it bright, whether you want it a, um, a lower light, you're the one that's in control of putting exactly what you want in that lamp. The only thing that the electrical current does is to supply the energy to make the light bulb go on and give you light. It's the same thing with the force out there. The force, the creative force, the God force, spirit source, whatever you want to call it, it's just a power which is one of the reasons why I believe that God's spirit source 
has a mind of its own beyond the power that it puts out because the power doesn't think, but yet we are created in source's image. Well, if we were created in the image of the force that is out there and that permeates everything, then we would be mindless. There would be no purpose of thinking, no purpose of reasoning. Everything would just keep occurring. And therefore, we wouldn't have the experience of individuality. We wouldn't have the experience of choice. We wouldn't have the experience of free will. We wouldn't even have the experience of evolving and the feelings that go along with all of that. There'd be no reason for beings at all if we were just the force and like the force. But we have a mind and we make choices, and we can reason, and we can think. So that is created after something, some model, right? And so that's why I like to believe that this source has its own mind and ability to think and reason. But it will not and has nothing to do with what we put into its own power, right? Into the power and the force that's out there. It doesn't direct it for us. a matter of fact, it, when we manifest and we want any guidance, right, we can ask for guidance and the guidance will come to us, but the guidance won't take over the way you think it takes over. When you surrender, and I'm going to do a, a metaphysical, in one of these weeks on one of my shows, I'm going to do a metaphysical explanation of the Lord's Prayer. The part that says, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That is referring to turning it over to the higher self, your higher self that is still making the choices. Not to God to make the choices, but through your higher self that is connected to God. And by that connection to God and spirit and source, do me a favor to make it easy on me. When I say God, you fill in the blank and change the word to any word you want that you feel comfortable with. Source, Yahweh, spirit. It's just going to be easy for me to say God, okay? I'm a recovering Catholic, so those words are still in my mind. Okay, God can tell us and say, you know, if you go in this direction, it's going to be a little bit better than if you go in this direction. But it won't push us in the direction that's best for us to go in. It won't even take us in that direction. Never will God want you to say, here, I'm giving you my hand. You take me where you think I should go. Because then we don't get to experience ourselves. Now, do we? Now, now our own children, our own human children, as they grow up, they don't want to leave our sides, right? They hold our hands. As a matter of fact, one of the first monumental development stages is individuation. It's called individuation. It's when your child takes his or her first steps away from you. 
And that's usually around the age of four, five, or six years old. And that's the reason why we said set kindergarten at the age of five or six, because it coincides with individuation, where the child is capable of stepping away from you and knowing it's still going to come home and you're still going to be there. That's the first individuation. But up until that point, it's still holding your hand. That child wants to hold your hand basically wherever you go or to remind itself that it is attached to you. Okay. Now, At 36 years old, if my son and my daughter were still holding my hand because they were afraid to go out into the world on their own, something would be wrong. I would never continue to hold their hand and guide them. I would turn the guidance over to them. I might recommend, I might share some wisdom from experiences I've had, but I will always turn the control back over to them to make their final choices. That's exactly what God does for us. It allows us to make the final choices. However, Remember that there is only one portion of us we are experiencing in this earthly plane. The other portion of us is in the spiritual plane. Um, Edgar Cayce called it the oversoul, where that higher, the soul that God actually created, remains in that dimension, and we on earth are only, only essences of our own larger, higher souls. And so when you are turning your will over, you're turning it over to your higher self, not to God. You're not letting God make the decisions for you. You're not letting God, I'm going, this is a problem God can handle. Yes, indirectly, that's what we can say is happening, right? Because we're connected to God and we can't do anything without that source, Right. But it is still the higher part of you that's making that final decision. And you're able to make it because you're connected to source. Okay, so. So, yes, in 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 us manifesting and learning how to manifest when you're letting go and allowing you are allowing that higher power, that higher part of you to bring into your physical life, your physical existence, that which you want to manifest, okay? And you do it via God, the power, the source, okay? The force, shall we say. Now, um, so focus, focus, because that force, again, has no mind of its own and cannot correct anything. So I'll I'll share an example of myself. Um, When I was a hospice social worker working for Duke, I was having a difficult time with them because the company changed and the rules changed on the type of service that we were supposed to provide our patients. I didn't like where it was going. But I was getting a very stable paycheck. This is before I was a full-time psychic medium and speaker and spiritual teacher. I was doing that part-time. But I was getting a great income, had great benefits. 
which is why so many companies um, give out great benefits is to keep them there. But everything was going bad and I didn't know what to do and how to get out of there. So I threw it over to the universe and I said, get me out of this job. I'm unhappy. And if I'm out of this job, I can pursue something else that would be more fulfilling full time and make it more successful than what I'm doing even now. Boom. And I really mean boom. Within one week, I was on my way to a patient and I was stopped at an exit um, off the highway and a woman in an SUV um, reading her cell phone came smashing into my rear end of my car. I smashed my head on the side of the window and the headrest, which was low enough to hit right into the crease of my neck. It wasn't a high one. It was at um, a model that they discontinued that particular model because of that feature. And I sustained brain stem, uh, let me say it again. I sustained brainstem injury. I had double vision. I had vertigo. I had, it was terrible. So I was put on workers' comp and taken out of the job. And I was like, okay, that was the second time I had asked for help to get me into a new position. And the second time it was via a car accident that great, gratefully was not my fault either time. But two times I was in car accidents. You'd think I would have learned the first time when I tried to manifest. The second time being a little bit more specific and adding, get me out of this job without any harm to myself or anyone else. That should have been the entire statement, but no, it wasn't. And so I was in an accident. Five years I was on workers' comp, double vision. My wife had to drive me everywhere. But in the meantime, the greatest things were evolving because readings, all of a sudden people were making appointments with me that I had full-time now ability to, to speak to them. People were calling me up and asking me to travel to different parts of the country to do lectures. And so th this is history. This is okay. This is how it happened. But the car accident occurred because I did not focus my intention. Now, I can just see God up there or wherever that dimension is out there, right? Every time we're trying to manifest something, you know, if it did have hands, it would be covering its eyes going, oh, my God, I just can't believe he just asked for that. Uh, um, I don't want to watch. I don't want to see what's going to happen. Holy cow. Oh, please let it be light. Please let it be light. Oh, geez. Okay. He made it through it. He only got brainstem injury. He'll survive. Everything is going to be okay. Will you watch what you asked for down there? I, I think he's having a great time, but freaking out all over the place, just listening to some of the things we do put out there. You know, I want out of this job. Oh, I want finances. Okay. I need money. I need money and boom, a car accident or some injury. And then there is a lawsuit and money comes your way. But meanwhile, you're disabled. You know, that has happened. Um, there are so many di different things that wind up happening when you put out into the universe unspecified requests. So 
One of the things that I want you to do with your this final week, we're going to be talking about it. And one of the things we're going to talk about is to how to tweak your desire statement and make it specific. Specific. Please call and share if you've had any of the same experiences while you're trying to manifest. Okay. So you may say, hey, Vince, you know, wow, this manifesting thing is a pain in the butt. I mean, you got to be so careful. Well, why do you think we fear our power? Marianne Williamson said it perfectly. And again, I want you to go to YouTube um, and Google this or go to my website on any, any other page except the home page at the bottom. I have this video on there because it's so important. Our deepest fear, she writes, our deepest fear is not that we're inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we're powerful beyond measure. And so, so um, yes, the same client that I was talking about who manifested her relationship for one hour only, we, do- we dove into what her fears were. We're going to talk about that on the other side of the hour is um, when I told you to write down all your doubts, your fears about what you want to manifest. And we're going to talk about how odd some of the fears can be, but how reasonable they are. So yeah, we're these powerful beings and therefore we need to be specific. We need to guide and hone our energy. We just can't put it out there. You know, um, for example, I want my own television show. If I was to put out there, send me somebody interested in producing a television show for me, I leave myself open to get a phone call from some porn company. You know, I that's not what I want. It may be what some other people want, but it's certainly not the television show that I want. I don't want a comedy. So, um, yeah, it would be. Um So you got to be, I have to be more specific about the type of show and what it's going to present and and how it's going to be received and how it's going to be respected and all things like that or whatever I want. You know, when, when you want to do a lecture someplace, how many people do you want there in the audience? Don't just say, I want an audience. One person in an auditorium is considered an audience. You know, do you want 100? Do you want 1,000? Do you want 1,500? Um, it's fabulous because I was reminded of this even more so because our home group that we have going is actually uh, participating in an experiment, an exercise um, that was created by Lynn Metagart. She wrote two books in reference to this, The Power of Intention, and then The Power of Intention led into the book, The Power of Eight. I would recommend you doing this because um, it's about manifesting, but it's also about manifesting for each other. And when we come back on the other side of the hour, we're at those commercial break now. We're going to talk more about that, more about focusing, more about your fears. So join me on the Stop Stopping Yourself show and how to manifest a miracle. I'll see you back in just a couple of minutes. Stay hanging there with me. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. 
the voice of an awakening world. It takes you to power Unity Online Radio. If you'd like to make a positive difference in the world, you can by contributing to this global ministry. Unity Online Radio relies on listeners like you to support our broadcasts that send our messages out to an awakening world. Go to unityonlineradio.org and click on Donate today. Here's a Unity Wisdom Moment with Eric Butterworth. How much time is enough time? Ever thought about that? How much time is enough time? Time is not a quantity. It cannot really be measured. Oh, you say, but it can. I have a watch, but the watch is synthetic. There's no way to really measure time because time is a depth. It's an allness. You may say, but I only have an hour. I only have a day. And so all you do is admit to yourself and to others that you've encased yourself in a shell. And this time frame will always frustrate your creative flow. And time for you will be a matter of the clock ticking on, but it's only where you are in consciousness. So it's time to slow down, to look up, to get a sense of the eternal. And this basically is the purpose of prayer. To hear more talks from Eric Butterworth, visit truthunity.net. Get your copy of Unity Magazine this month and deepen your spiritual journey. Pastor Nadia Boltzweber talks about the need to make a holy shift. Carolyn Mace gets gutsy with God. Justine Willis-Toms dives into new dimensions. And Alberto Violdo shares an excerpt from his new book, Heart of the Shaman. Subscribe for one year and save $5 off the cover price and get the digital edition free. Go to unitymagazine.org and get a free trial issue today. Discover Unity Village, and you'll find a peaceful oasis just 15 miles from downtown Kansas City, Missouri. If you're doing business in the area or looking for the perfect place for your retreat or conference, check out all that Unity Village has to offer. With 1,200 wooded acres, a beautiful nature trail, award-winning rose garden, golf course, and newly redesigned hotel and conference center, Unity Village has everything you need for that perfect event. Go to unityvillage.org to find out more. Enroll in the Mystery School with Maggie Whitehouse every Monday at 2 p.m. Central. Based in the U.K., Maggie is a maverick priest, comedian, and writer that'll introduce you to all things mystical. Join in the conversation with some fascinating guests and explore topics like Kabbalah, the divine feminine, shamanism, and a lot more. Explore some new ideas and provocative topics, all delivered with a sense of humor. Check out our online schedule or get the podcast on demand here on unityonlineradio.org. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Welcome back to Stop Stopping Yourself with Vincent Jenna. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Vincent Jenna, your host. This is the Stop Stopping Yourself show, and we're talking about manifesting miracles. We've had uh, four weeks. It's been this is the fourth week of an exercise, an experiment of manifesting your own miracle that we've been working on, and people have been in touch with me and contacting me and 
asking me questions and sharing all their different manifestations already within just a three-week period. And we still have one week left, one week left. And believe it or not, you can still join us as of today because it only takes an instant, an instant to create and, and manifest something that you want. Go listen to the intro and the past three weeks, which are incredible. That's only three hours worth of listening. Join me. And wouldn't it be fantastic if in one week's time you can manifest exactly what you want? So try that out. But right now, I don't want to lose this person. This is exceptional. We have got a caller on the line, Chris. Um, I would like to bring you on now. And, And please, hello, Chris. Thank you for joining us. How can I help you today? Hi, Vincent. Uh, yeah, I've been uh, really enjoying uh, your show for the past couple of days, and I'm new to, to a new listener. And uh, I've been listening today about uh, some of the stuff you've just been talking about, which is kind of this idea of kind of being careful what you wish for. Mm. And uh, so I've, through other sources and other spiritual practices i've been thinking about these ideas of manifesting and and writing especially writing down uh what it is i desire and uh and i've noticed that i've been hesitating to to actually practice that because i do have this fear of uh you know kind of the classic uh folly of uh getting what you wish for and uh and so i guess my question for you is um should i allow that to stop myself or or is that or is this something that we can work on and iterate on and and keep working through what uh, what's your perspective on that Oh, my gosh. What an excellent question, Chris, because that's exactly what we were talking about with Marianne Williamson's writing, right? Is that our deepest fear is not that we're inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we're powerful beyond measure. And of course, we would be afraid of our power because here we are on Earth. We're trying to to get things right and make some of the right choices and higher choices. And we don't always do that, do we? I mean, you know, sometimes we make lower choices and every single choice we make has a consequence, right? And so there are times that we're experiencing very positive consequences because we made some good choices. There are times that we experience really negative consequences because we know we made a negative choice, even though we know we shouldn't have. We went, well, I'm doing this anyway. And then, of course, something bad happens and, you know, so be it. Okay, that's what happened. But you know what? Sometimes with good intentions, we go to make a choice and we don't get the outcome we expect. Right? Has that happened to you at any time in your life, Chris? Absolutely. Absolutely. And so what winds up happening then, you would of course, develop a natural fear of, wait a minute, I don't want to make the wrong choice. And a lot of times that actually has to do with things like relationships, jobs, right? Um, We wind up dating somebody that we think, oh, gosh, this is my princess. Holy cow, this is going to be fabulous or my prince here. And it goes into the can real quick. It turns. It it, um, is negative. And so we're left with the feeling of I don't trust 
myself? What happens if I choose another one that's going to be bad? And the same thing can happen when you're in a job. Oh, I think this one is going to be so great. And you go and you, you, you're working and all of a sudden that the boss turns out to be bad and the job is bad. I actually just had that experience with a client yesterday. Again, I had a client call and her and her husband had a lucrative cleaning business in one state and um, her parents had asked them to stop what they were doing, convince them that the business wasn't going to last, but that they should pick up and move, bring their children to where they live and join the family business. Well, they believed that. They thought they were making a good choice. They went out there. They did that. They were miserable with all capital letters. Okay, miserable. They can't believe they left their business. They were so down on themselves for having done that. And now they were calling me to find out how to get out of that and what they should do. And here's what I say to all of that, Chris. Every choice you make is going to be for you and not against you. It's going to reinforce within you if you consciously make a negative choice, it's certainly going to help you learn not to make a negative choice, okay, when you manifest something negative in your life. The other times, anytime you make a choice with a good intention, then the lesson is going to be good. You can always tell the tree by the fruit it bears. That means whether it be people, whether it be lessons that you go through, when you do it with good intention, it's going to have a good positive outcome. I told that family, what did you learn about yourselves after you left your good job, you went to work for your family, and now you don't like it anymore? What did you learn? They said, wow, we, we learned that we should trust ourselves, that we were doing something right to start with. I'm like, oh, my God, bingo. You just won the grand prize. If you learned that much, then your entire experience was not only worth it, it's going to lead you to something even more positive, more lucrative. Never be afraid of what your outcome is going to be, Chris, because you have to trust yourself enough to know that whatever it is, you're going to turn it into something that's positive. And here's the greatest thing about that. The more you come from a positive intention, the more chance you have of manifesting something completely positive. Like I manifested the car accident, but here's the greatest thing about that car accident. Because I was still on a spiritual path, it didn't damage me per permanently. It didn't. It, it was it seemed like a frustration that I had to keep going for all um, rehabilitation. And it wasn't that bad. I, I just, you know, it was just annoying to have to go to this doctor and that doctor and rehabilitate. But as I was doing that, I was also growing and learning more about myself that I was able to use and being able to help other people. So I can't turn that lesson into something that was worthless. It was worth worthy. Never be afraid, Chris. And what I hear from you is from asking that question alone, don't be afraid because you'll always be making a choice and you'll always be putting out into the universe something that you're trying to make positive. You've got to trust that about yourself. And, and here's the thing about relationships and jobs. 
we don't manifest relationships and jobs based on the conscious wish and, and desire statement we throw out into the universe. We manifest it based on our inner core beliefs about ourselves. Now, that's the deeper question. The deeper question is, what do I believe on about myself, which is going to influence the manifesting? So as soon as you bring that stuff to the surface, then you can change it, alter it, and be assured you're only going to manifest positive. So do you trust yourself, Chris? I have a hard time with that, but I think if I'm uh, through in 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 investigating that, I think I can, and I think and I believe that I am someone to be trusted. That's really good, and that has more to do with trusting that you're listening to your intuition, trusting that you are trying to make good choices. It doesn't mean trusting that you're perfect. Okay, it's trusting that you're walking in light, trusting that I'm going to at least attempt to walk my talk and I'm going to learn what talk to walk. And the more you do that and the more you recognize and keep saying, I'm a divine spirit, I can trust that I can trust that I'm genuine, then you're only going to be putting out positive energy and you're only going to get back something that's positive. Are you able to share with me an experience that you had where you thought you were putting out positive, but you got something worse? Oh, wow. Um, well, I, uh, this happens very frequently at work. I guess sometimes I have to, to uh, I'll be crunching or, or dealing through a problem and this deadline or something like that. And I'll reevaluate and I'll tell myself I'm putting the right things out there. I'll try to stay present and uh, try to trust that things are going to be okay uh, as long as I keep one foot in front of the other. And uh, well, sometimes it doesn't always go as I want it to go, but, uh, but normally, normally things work out, I suppose. Well, that is your capacity to make them work out. Okay? Understand that. That's your skill. Okay? Some people can't make it work out. You know, we hear this saying, you know, um, if life throws lemons at you, make lemonade. Well, there are people in the world that don't know how to make lemonade. And when lemons hit them, they're taken down. Okay? So the more you learn, the more you walk um, um, a, a, pad, a path of wanting to grow, the more you're going to be able to turn every lemon into lemonade, okay? Um, matter of fact, uh, that was the first thing I said. Beyonce just did a concert and somebody threw a lemon at her. I said, I hope she made lemonade. Um, and, 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 and I think she did with it. But um, a lot of times when it comes to like work and stuff like that, Pay attention to your intention. Pay attention to your intentions. Many times when we're doing projects, we don't necessarily do the project solely to get something positive done and for there to be growth in some way, no matter what the company is. 
a lot of times we take on the project and we add to it wanting to prove that we're capable of doing it, right? We're trying to prove something to ourselves. We're trying to prove something to somebody else. We're trying to show that we're good enough. That has more of a chance of not working out the way you want it to because it had the wrong intention and energy behind it. And when you send that out into the universe, then randomly anything can happen at that point. Even though something will always happen, it's sometimes because of the energy that we put out, the unconscious energy. So check yourself. Are you, are you trusting yourself enough to know that you will do your best at times um, as, as most, of, most of the time that you can? And each day your best is going to be a little bit different, but at least you're, you're going to do your best. You're going to, you know, try. You're going to do your work because it's part of what you know you need to do and it adds to productivity and you're being productive and, and you're being genuine about um, who you are and the work and your capacities and your abilities. And as long as you stay in alignment with that, then chances are things are always going to work out the right way, okay? Even if they don't always look the right way. And that, and, and thank you, Chris, for all that you're sharing. And this goes for everybody who that is out there listening. Now, you may have, and this week, you may have been putting out a desire statement that you want something to happen. And as Chris said, Maybe something came back and it didn't turn out exactly the way you were expecting or hoping it to turn out, okay? Sometimes and a lot of times it will turn out better in the long run, mostly because we don't always know what we want. Remember, this show, Stop Stopping Yourself, is based on the understanding that most people don't believe what they think they believe. Well, that is true, And then the other part that's also true is you don't always know what you think you know or what you think you want. You don't always know what you want. I can assure you of that right now. I mean, that's happened in my own life. And and that happens in so many people's lives. When you think you want A, but you get B and find out B was better than A to start with. And so... Um, that is the reason why we put over to our higher selves. That's the reason why I say, let it go, right? Release it. You were told last week, last week, uh, Temple uh, was fabulous in giving out her three steps and manifesting. First, if she gets an inspiration, she will agree to that inspiration. In other words, she takes ownership of it. So if she gets an inspiration of, I'm feeling like I'm supposed to write a book, she then says, okay, as long as I'm getting that feeling, I am going to write a book. And so she agrees to the feeling and the inspiration. That sets off the manifesting power. Then the second step that she does is she allows it. That's her term for turning it over to her higher self, source, the God in her, the God within her, because the God within her knows better than her human mind, as with all of us. So yes, take your desire statement, and now I'm going to tell you to add one thing to it, and this goes for you too, Chris. And again, thank you so much for calling, Chris. I appreciate it. Thank you, Vincent. Um, Yes, absolutely. 
At the end of your desire statement, and this goes for everybody out there, I want you to write after it this or something better in my highest and best interest. Okay, something better in my higher or best and best interest. This or something better in my higher and best interest. Okay, so you want it, it you know, we, we I want to go on vacation to, to Florida. Oh, I would love to. I just would love a vacation to Florida, go down to the beaches, and I'm going to manifest that, and I'm putting that out into the universe. And instead of getting, and I, and I attach to it, this is something better. And so instead of getting my trip to Florida, all of a sudden I get an invitation to do a Caribbean cruise. And that is definitely something I consider better. And so I am so glad and grateful that I left it over to my higher self, to source, to God, to let that take over and bring me now something even better than what I could imagine. And and that's because our human minds get caught up. We get caught up in things, right? So I want you to take your desire statement and I want you to put on it, okay, this or something better that's in my highest and best interest. So you're going to write that on there and and then you're going to let it go, okay? So go through your desire statement again, agree to it, read it out loud, See and feel it, feel it, enjoy it, put all the passion in it. What does it feel like when you get your desire? What does it feel like when you get that relationship you want, when you get that job you want, when you get from me the TV show that I want? What does it feel like? How do you act? You know, um, um, how are you walking around? What does it do to your blood pressure? Does it, does it raise it? Does it excite you? Do you want to share it with friends? You know, You've got to create that passion and that feeling as if it happens and then allow it. Turn it over to your higher self and allow it. And then the third step that Temple did give and that I want to remind everybody else is now observe the signs that it's happening. Look for it to happen. Look around you and watch because we certainly don't want to miss our opportunities of what we've manifested. Okay, um, that that reminds me of the story of the parable of the the town that was getting flooded and the man who asked God for help and a rowboat, a helicopter and another ship came up to save him. And he kept turning them down, saying, no, 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 no. I don't need your help. God said he's going to save me and keep me from drowning. And lo and behold, he drowns and God turns around you know, and says, what happened down there? And he says, I asked you for help and you let me drown. And God said, what are you talking about? I sent you a ship, a helicopter and a boat and you turned them all down. So don't look past the manifesting and the signs of manifesting. Okay, they are there. And so why do we fear our power? Why? Why would we fear manifesting a miracle for ourselves or having power to be able to manifest a miracle? Well, because we can use it against ourselves. Remember, um, early on in this program, we were talking about how we manifest our own illnesses, our cancers, our diseases, our accidents. We manifest them and act because of our power. And 
And and that's what Chris was referring to when he called in is sometimes I'm afraid for asking for something because I'm going to ask the wrong thing. Chris, don't be afraid to ask for anything. No, don't stop asking and putting it out. Put it out with positive intention, make it specific, and you'll definitely be able to manifest more positively of what you want. And then be careful with your power of manifesting, all right? Don't wish ill upon other people. Don't think negative things because every time you have a negative thought and you harbor it and you hold on to it, you're plugging it into the wall and you're making it into something that's powerful that can come back at you. Um, I'll refer to the Star Wars movies once again, but for those of you who have not watched Star Wars, you need to watch Star Wars Um, We're both Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker, and that was a perfect example of that. If you walk in light and take care of your fears, you will use the force positively and constructively. If you walk in fear and in darkness and in negativity, you will use the force negatively on you and around you. And of course, that's what we fear, because we don't trust that we're going to walk a positive light because we have evidence of not having walked a positive light. Right? So here you go. Here's the answer to that. Walk a positive path and light. That's the magical answer. You never have to be afraid of your power if you stay in the light, if you stay with the positive traits of love, compassion, caring, kindness, sharing, service. All the traits of God that you know that are positive are the traits you're supposed to walk in life in general. You don't want to believe in God? You're supposed to walk those paths anyway because we're together on this planet and we're supposed to be helping each other out because that's how we accomplish more. Okay, did you ever see the person who built his own house all by himself compared to the person who used the entire house? town to build a house, okay? One was a hut and one was a mansion. So understand that that you walk that path, you have nothing to fear about your power, okay? That's, That's one. Now, somebody said to me in my client that she recognized, she wrote me doing this three week Um, program so far and wrote me and said, I have a very odd fear of manifesting. And I said, well, what is it? She says, what happens if I manifest what I want? And it's like, wow, that is a very cool fear. Um, And it's great that somebody was able to admit that. Yes, absolutely. We have a fear of getting everything we want. Why on earth would we have a fear of getting everything we want? Well, there's definitely a few reasons for that. Okay, because we don't trust life. And so if we have everything we want, we're waiting for the other shoe to drop. Okay, something's going to happen. How many times do you hear this? Oh, everything is going perfect in my life. That's what worries me right now. It's like, what are you worried about if everything is going perfect? I'm worried that it's not going to go perfect. What's going to happen? Something's got to happen and nothing can keep going perfect. Why can't everything keep going perfect? We're perfect divine beings in in in, in reason 
What is perfection? Perfection is the ability to grow. It's not about stopping and reaching a level of height that you can no longer get any better. That's not what perfection means. To be perfect means to know that there's continuation, that there's continued growth, that is evolution and evolvement. So that's what's perfect. And we are beings that will constantly evolve and constantly grow. So we are perfect in that way, okay? Relatively speaking. And so we fear that that because we get everything we want, that something's going to go wrong. That is a big, big fear, okay? Then the other fear, then another reason to fear getting everything you want is now you get everything you want, now what? Now what? Is there something else that you didn't know that you wanted? Well, in actuality, yes, there is. Life is a candy store with all different kinds of candy. And the fabulous thing about candies is if you notice, okay, um, I'm 64 years old. And so I've seen a certain amount of candy through my lifetime having been invented. And I can't even count the number of different candies that have been created since at least I was born, the ones before. And I know, I know after me, they're going to be coming up with a thousand and a million other t- types of candy. Well, that's how life is, is you think you've reached it all. You can't reach it all while you're here on Earth. There's so much more, but we are going to continue more of that. I can't believe we're at the top of the hour. All right. Next week, we're going to talk about what you created and manifested. Don't be afraid of your power. And by the way, go watch Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. The greatest line in the entire show was at the end. Did you ever hear what happened to the man who got everything he wanted in life? He lived happily ever after. This is the Stop Stopping Yourself show. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. If you're inspired by the teachings of Dr. Wayne Dyer, you will love the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast with Nadia Dela Cruz. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. My name is Nadia Dela Cruz, and I started the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast to explore spiritual topics like manifestation and meditation with guests who share their own stories of insight, awakening, and transformation. Listen now on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.